Hello and welcome to this English lesson where I'm going to talk about construction. I'm not sure what it's like in your part of the world. In Canada, it seems like there's always construction happening. People around the world like to build things. We like to build houses. We like to build apartment buildings. We like to build roads and bridges. People have been building things for a long time and generally, we refer to this as construction. I was laughing because as I was starting this lesson, I could hear a truck backing up down the road. They're doing a little bit of road work down the road. The road is under construction and when trucks back up here, they beep. I'm sure they do that in your country as well. But I thought I should do a lesson on construction. I thought I should talk about all of the words and phrases that we use in English when we talk about the world of construction. Before we get started, just a few things. I do wanna say hi to Anita, Key Park, Burke, Mode Eggs, Rod, the Brazilian English teacher. Madi is here. Judith is here as well. I know Lolly Lolly is here and uh, I know Gertrudis is here. I think I said Rod, the Brazilian English teacher already but maybe not. Todd and Dave are both here uh, to moderate the chat. I see Key Park is here as well. Very cool to have all of you here and I know Mirage is here as well. Let me just do an audio check. Mirage was asking some good questions before the lesson and he asked one that stumped me. I wasn't able to answer it. So, sorry about that Mirage but anyways, welcome to all of you. Welcome to Natalia who is asking about how Jen's flower sales went yesterday. They went well. She had a great market. Thanks for asking about that. But we're here to talk about construction. So, we should get that lesson started. Remember, if you do have a question during the lesson, there is a form that will be linked in the chat. Please use that form to ask your question. But let's get started. So, we use the word construction to talk about anything that is being built, okay? So, if someone is building a bridge or a road uh, or an overpass or they're building a highway or an apartment building or a skyscraper or a house. We call it construction. We don't use this to talk about things made in a factory, okay? So, if a factory makes ovens or stoves, we would just say that they make them in the factory. Construction almost always refers to things that are being built outside. So, you can see in this picture, they are building a house. That house is under construction. And that leads me to my next slide. I'm not sure what it's like in your country. In Canada, there is a lot of construction during the spring, summer and fall and there's a lot less construction in the winter. It does still happen but usually in the summer especially, we see a lot of signs like this that say under construction or drive slowly, road ahead is under construction. So, in our part of the world, I think because it's a little too cold in the winter, we generally see things under construction during the spring, summer and fall. It's kind of a mad race to get things done before the winter comes. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the verb to build. We use the verb to build to talk about the things that are under construction, okay? So, you would say they're going to build a new road. They're going to build a house. That man is going to build an apartment building. He's a rich man and he's going to build an apartment building and rent out the apartments. So, we use the verb to build quite a lot when we're talking about uh, construction 
and generally for things that are being made that are new. The person uh or the most common term when you talk about someone who works in the construction industry would be the term construction worker. Now, there are specific names for every type of construction worker and I'll talk about those later but the general term is construction worker. My uncle was a construction worker. My cousin is a construction worker. When Bob the Canadian was younger, when he was in college and universe or university, during the summer, I was a construction worker. Construction work is considered one of the best paying jobs for students during the summer. Um it's very hard work but it pays well. So, when I was younger, I was a construction worker. And the person who owns a business that does construction is usually called a contractor. So, if I wanted to build a new house, I would call a contractor. You can see this guy has a white hard hat on. Generally, in Canada, when you go to a construction site, the person wearing the white hat is the boss. That person is in charge. So, a contractor is someone who owns a construction business. So, I if I did need to build something, if I wanted to build a new house, which I'm not gonna do. My house is awesome. I don't need a new one. I would call a contractor and they would tell me how much money it would cost and then they would build a house for me. I'm not sure if you are familiar with the cartoon Bob the Builder but my kids when they were young really liked watching Bob the Builder. If you have young children who are learning English or if you yourself are a beginner, Bob the Builder is a great cartoon to watch. Bob the Builder, he is definitely a construction worker and he definitely builds things. I would sing the song but I can't really remember it. Bob the Builder, can he fix it? Yes, he can. Yes, that's how it goes I think. Scoop, Muck, and Dizzy. Those are the names of his uh, pieces of equipment. Anyways, I'll move on now. The place where something is being built is usually called a construction site, okay? In Canada, if you go on a construction site, if you visit a construction site, you have to make sure that you wear a hard hat and work boots and other safety gear. A construction site is a somewhat dangerous place for people to be. Not always but if you go to a place where they are building something, it's generally called a construction site. So, when I was younger, I worked at many construction sites. Notice I used at and on. You could use both with this. Sorry about the prepositions in English. Um he's at the construction site or he's on the construction site. I think I would more use at but you could definitely use both. There's a lot of people on that construction site. He's going to meet me at the construction site. So, a couple of interesting words here. In English, when you say someone is building an addition, an addition is an extra room or a couple of extra rooms that someone builds on an existing house or adds to an existing house. That's why we say addition. So, for instance, I could say this. My brother-in-law is putting an addition on his house. He is building an addition on his house. So, that means he has a small house and because he needs more room, he is adding an extra couple rooms. I think two rooms and a bathroom. He's putting an addition on his house. 
We also have the word renovation which if you watch any of the American renovation shows, um they often use the word reno. So, they'll say, oh, we're doing a reno. So, a renovation is when you take an existing part of your house and you remove everything and you make everything new again. So, sometimes people will look at their bathroom and maybe their bathroom is 10 or 20 or 30 years old and if it's getting close to 35 years old, they might think, you know what? I think it's time to do a reno. It's time to do a renovation. So, they'll take the toilet out. They'll take the sink out. They'll take the bathtub out. They'll remove everything from the walls and they'll redo the bathroom so it looks brand new. Renovations are expensive by the way. We did a renovation in the back of our house um a few years ago and it was a lot more money than we expected. Um it was definitely a little bit pricey. Um and there's another word remodel. So, sometimes people will remodel part of their house and this is similar to a renovation but it might be more just the look of things. So, they might put new kitchen cabinets in, new cupboards in their kitchen and a fresh coat of paint and you might say that that's a remodel. By the way, the word remodel, I use it as a verb and as a noun and I'm wondering if Brent from American English with this guy is here. He can help me here. So, I would say this. My sister is going to remodel her kitchen and then I could also say my sister is doing a remodel and we would say that in Canada. We would use remodel as a verb and as a noun. She's doing a remodel. My sister has actually done a few remodels on her house. So, I'm curious if Brent uh, is in the chat if he can let me know whether he uses that as a verb and a noun as well. We also have the the word home improvements. Home improvements are anything that you do to your house that improve it. So, uh putting putting a fresh coat of paint on in a room. In this room here, Jen and my uh one of my kids painted this room. We did a little a few home improvements. We put up some new curtains. You can't see them um but basically, anytime you improve your house, you call it a home improvement and you'll see later that there's actually stores that are called home improvement stores. Um there was also a TV show many years ago called Home Improvement. It was very, very funny. Hey, let's look at a few questions. Uh before I do, I wanna thank the 334 people who are watching. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being here uh and learning a little bit of English and thanks especially to all of you with names in green who are members. Uh you guys are cool and awesome. Thanks for supporting me. Let's get to let me find my questions here. Um let's get to first question from Ruslan. Ruslan says, hi, the most incredible teacher Bob. How are you? How long does it take to build a house in Canada if you have a professional team on the site? By the way, our article's correct. Yes. So, let me read that again. Um hi, the most incredible teacher Bob. How are you? How long does it take to build a house in Canada if you have a professional team on the site? Um I think from start to finish, basically from the time they dig the basement. So, usually an excavator comes and digs a big hole. They pour the concrete and then from there until the uh last coat of paint goes on, they can build a house in less than three months but I think it usually takes about five or six months to get a house built in Canada. They can build it a lot faster but a lot of times it's hard to keep 
the work going because one crew will come in and do the basement. Another crew will come in and build the house out of wood. Another crew will come in and do the bricks or siding and it's not always seamless. Sometimes the house sits for a week or so while they're waiting for the next crew of construction workers to come and do their job. So, let me see here. Um let's see. I'm just scrolling back. Brent says, Bob, we'd use it the exact same way in the US. So, yeah. So, remodel used as a verb used as a noun definitely. Let's get to the next question. Uh let's see here. Henry from Taiwan says, hi, teacher Bob. You mentioned that several times online you worked at construction site before. What did you learn from it? Thanks. So, I was what's called a framer or a carpenter. So, my job was I worked for my uncle and I worked with a couple of my cousins. My job was we would arrive at we built houses first of all. We would arrive and the basement which is made from concrete was there and we would build everything that you needed to build that required wood. So, we would build walls. We would put the roof uh the the wood part of the roof on not the actual shingles um and we would put in the windows. That was usually the last thing we did and then after we were done, people would come and put outside siding on the house and bricks. Uh let's see here. Um Yaroslav says, hi teacher Bob. Those oh those two high constructions that we see from time to time on your videos, what are they? Have a great weekend. They are silos. They were used a long time ago to store feed for the cows that my parents had but currently they are not used. So, they are uh, basically silos to store feed for cows. Uh let's see here. Uh <laughs> Angela Spark. Angela Spark says, my neighbor loves to drill at nights and on Sundays which is prohibited in my country. Is there any law in your country to stop noisy work? Thanks. So, when I was a construction worker, there were some laws but they were fairly lax because in Canada, we try to get everything built during the spring, summer and fall. So, I think we couldn't be noisy after 8 p.m. and we couldn't start being noisy in the morning until 5 a.m. I think before 5 a.m. it had to be somewhat quiet. Uh let me do an audio check here for a sec. Um But generally uh and I think Saturday afternoons in some cities, we weren't allowed to be loud but we would sometimes work anyways. We would just try to work quietly but yes, I know what you mean because my neighbor who's actually quite far from me was drilling for one whole weekend a couple months ago and it was very, very loud. Um let's see here. Judith, great question. Hi, Bob. I hope you are well. You participated in quite a lot of constructions. My father also built three houses himself. Who built your house? So, that is a fun story. My uncle was a builder. He was a contractor. He built houses. My dad was very handy. When you say that someone is handy in English, it means they're good working with their hands. They're good at building things and fixing things. So, my dad and my uncle built the house that I live in. So, when I was about nine years old, all of a sudden, my mom and dad said, we're building a house this summer and a company came and they took our old house and they jacked it in the air 
and they rolled it back on big logs and then we lived in our old house while they built a new house on the same exact site. So, the house I live in was built by my uncle and my dad. Now, they didn't do everything. They did hire some people to come in and do other parts of the work. Hey, I do wanna say hi to the 358 people watching. Thank you so much for learning English. I think that's very awesome that you are doing that. Um if you're new here, don't forget to click that red subscribe button. I think my finger is almost right. There it is, right there. Click that. You will get notified when I do a new lesson. And again, I do wanna say hi to people in the chat as well. Sometimes I forget to but hi to everyone there. Hi, Ario. It's good to see you in the chat. I see your name there. A few familiar names. Hi, SEO Wu. Good to see you. Uh, I think I said hi to Madi but Maria C is here who helps us quite a bit on Sunday evenings to get the answers right when we play GeoGuessr. Good to see you. And Anita is here as well. If I missed your name, I'm sorry. Uh let me do one more question. I'm gonna skip the next question because it's not about construction. So, next question and then we'll get back to the lesson. Billy says, hello, Bob. What can you do around the house to improve it? Can you do wallpaper, paint, change light bulbs and electrical wiring or so? So, here's what I can do. I can build shelves. I can paint. I can do some parts of a renovation. So, I can remove what's called the drywall on the walls and put new drywall up. Um I can do some electrical work. But I usually hire an electrician when I do that because it's a little bit dangerous and sometimes if you have something installed like we bought a new oven, you have to pay an electrician to do it so that it's done properly so that it's legal. Um I can definitely change light bulbs though um and I could do wallpaper if I wanted to but uh yes, generally I can build things and I can also do some demolition which I'm not sure we did that word yet. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh let's get back to the lesson though. Demolition. There it is. So, when you demolish something, when you do a demolition, it means that you destroy what's there. Sometimes when someone wants um to do some construction, they have an existing building but everything is in such bad shape they decide that it's just con- it's it's not worth renovating or remodeling. It's it's just worth being destroyed. <laughs> if that's if you could say that. So they will have someone come in to demolish it. They will decide that demolition is the best thing to do. Here's an excavator by the way. I'm gonna make one lesson all about excavators someday just for mode eggs so he can so he can laugh. Uh but yes, if you wanna know what that machine is, it's an excavator. Also, it can be used for demolition. When you build a new house, you usually have what's called a blueprint. So, a blueprint is a piece of paper and it has the plan for what you want to build. Even if you do a renovation, you'll usually have a blueprint kind of showing what you want to build. Definitely, if you put an addition on your house or if you build a new house, you will have a blueprint. Now, the lines on a blueprint used to be blue a long time ago. They're not blue anymore. Most blueprints are printed in black ink but a long time ago, the ink on a blueprint was blue and so it became uh, known as a blueprint. Um Interesting thing in Canada, our blueprints have both inches 
and centimeters on them. We have both units of measurement on our blueprints. Um because we live close to our friends in the US and we want to make sure uh that we have both on there. By the way, a lot of our measurements in the construction industry are in imperial. We build our houses in Canada using inches and feet um not centimeters or meters. Um we kind of use both but when you buy wood in Canada, it's always um it's usually eight feet long or ten feet long or twelve feet long. We don't use the metric system. The person who makes a blueprint is called an architect. Um if you are an architect, you dream up new buildings in your mind and then you create blueprints um as instructions so that someone can build that someday. Um I thought briefly about becoming an architect when I was younger um but there weren't really a lot of computers back then. It was all done by hand like how this person's doing it. I think if I was young again, I might consider becoming an architect um because computers are really cool and it's really um it's really a cool job to have now, I think. Down the road, there is road work. In Canada, around the end of March, beginning of April, road work begins everywhere. Um winter wrecks roads. When water gets into the road and freezes, the water expands and it wrecks parts of the road. It destroys parts of the road. So, in Canada, we often have road crews, people who work on the roads. Uh they start working early in the spring uh and they work long hours and about six days a week uh for the whole year to fix parts of the road. You can see here he's cutting a part of the road out probably to put a new piece in. Uh so definitely lots of road work. In fact, there's road work down the road from me right now. When I go for my walk every morning, I see a crew out there working on the road. When I went that way last summer, they were fixing the road as well. There was road work. And we generally call so the place where they're building something like a house, we call a construction site. But when they're fixing the road, we usually call it a construction zone. So when you're driving in Canada, you might see a sign that says road work ahead or construction zone ahead. Reduce your speed. So, generally, just kind of to clarify again, a house, if a house is being built, we would call it a construction site. Generally, when you're driving and they're fixing the road or building the road, we would call it a construction zone. Construction zone ahead is a very common sign in Canada. Um so, I I couldn't find my heart hat. So, Last night when I was going to take a picture for the thumbnail, I tried to find my hard hat. I couldn't find it. It has been so many years since I've worn a hard hat that I I don't know where it is. It's in our garage somewhere. But a hard hat is a very durable hard hat. I don't know if you can hear my head. My head's hard enough. I don't need a hard hat. No, I'm joking. Hard hats are very important on job sites, on a construction site. Like I mentioned in Canada, often the person with the white heart hat is the person in charge of that job site. There might be more than one person with a white heart hat and it might be different in other parts of the world or even other parts of Canada but where I live generally the person with the white heart hat 
uh, is the most important person. And hard hats are nice. When you uh when something falls on a construction site and lands on your head and when you're wearing your hard hat, you don't get hurt. And this happened to me once. My cousin dropped his tape measure and it hit me on the head but I had my heart hat on so I didn't get hurt. Um let's see here. Where am I at? Work boots. So, these are also called safety boots sometimes. Um in Canada, they have a little green triangle on the side and that means that they have a steel toe and the bottom of the shoe um is durable so that nails can't go through it. So, when I was a construction worker, I had a pair of work boots. I had a pair of safety boots uh and basically, they're designed so that your feet don't get hurt. If you drop a piece of wood on your steel-toed boots, that's what we also call them, on your work boots, it doesn't hurt because there is a piece of metal inside the shoe uh to keep your feet safe. So, I still wear um work boots on the farm by the way. Um they look more like running shoes but they have a steel toe and the bottom has a steel plate in it as in as well. They're very heavy. Uh it can be a little hard uh on your feet and knees to wear work boots but they do protect you and keep you safe. So, I have a tool belt. I should have went and got it but I didn't. A tool belt is worn by people who are construction workers and it's a place where you can keep all of your tools. So, when I did construction, I had my hammer, my tape measure, a pencil and I would keep nails in the front in the pouches of my tool belt. Um I actually I actually couldn't find that either. I think it's in the barn somewhere. Bob the Canadian failed at finding all his construction gear when he was getting ready for this lesson. Um and of course, we have the general term tools. So, tools, that's the word we use to refer to anything that we use as humans to build or fix things. You have things like hammers. I think I'll go through the tools rather quickly. So, this is a hammer. I think I mentioned this in another lesson. I actually have this exact hammer somewhere. I should go find that as well. You have something called a level and what a level is is it's a long straight piece of material and it has little glass sections with a bubble in it and if the level is too high one way or the other, the bubble goes to the top and so, you wanna use the level to create things that are completely flat or level. So, you use a level to make things level. If the bubble is exactly in the middle, it makes it level. You may have used a small level in your house. When you put pictures on the wall, sometimes you use a level to get the picture exactly uh level, we would say in English. I think you're familiar with what a screwdriver is. I just used a screwdriver the other day to mount something outside on a pole. Uh for Jennifer, we screwed a sign to the pole using a screwdriver. A tape measure is something that you use to measure things. Most tape measures that construction workers use look like this because when you pull the tape measure out and let go, it automatically goes back in. In English, we would say it's spring loaded, okay? There's a spring inside. So, when you pull the tape measure out and you measure something and you let go, it automatically goes back in. On construction sites, there's a little saying measure twice, 
cut once. What that means is if you need to cut a piece of wood, it's good idea. It's a good idea to measure twice so you're absolutely sure and then cut once because you can't cut a piece of wood longer if you accidentally cut it too short. If you cut it too short, you have to use another piece of wood. Uh and then you have what's called a drill. This is a cordless drill. A drill is used for a couple things. It's used to drill holes. So, a drill is used to drill. Again, very often in English, we take a noun and we make a verb out of it or maybe it was a verb and we made a noun out of it but you use a drill to drill a hole. You can also use a drill to put screws in. If you don't like using a screwdriver because your hand is getting sore, you can also use a drill to put screws in. I sometimes use my drill as well to do that. Um and then we have things called power saws which are used to cut wood. Um a little bit dangerous but once you are aware of how they work, you can use them safely but you would use a power saw to cut wood. Uh and I think I think I'm gonna move over to questions for a bit. Let's do that. I think it's a good time for that. Let me get to my settings because we're going to go to members only chat for a little bit. Uh let's see here. Edit settings, participant modes. Oh, they added a new feature by the way. You can have subscriber only chat now but we're gonna go to members only. Let's do that. So, that was something new from YouTube. Very cool. Let me do an audio check and we will get started. So, we are in members only chat mode for about 10 minutes. If you are a member of the channel, you can ask questions directly in the chat and I will be happy to help and I will continue answering questions from the forum. Uh let's see here. Next question is from Ario. Hola, Mr. Bob. Construction workers, we're gonna add workers there, are people who build something, right? Thank you. Yes, I added a D on build too but you are correct. Construction workers are people who build things. Definitely, Ario. Great question. Uh Anita says, hi, Bob. What do you call a string work as a level? I saw it when I was young. So, there's something called a plumb bob which is a string with a weight on the end and then eventually it will hang level vertically. So, that's called a plumb bob. (laughs) Has the same name as me, I guess. And there's also something called a chalk line which is a long string with chalk on it that you use to make a straight line. So, slightly different things but uh good question. Uh let's see. Uh Mohammed's I think Mohammed said earlier, this lesson is about my job. Very cool. Uh and Modag says, I use a tape measure to measure my height. Yes, good use of it. Uh let's see here. Eugene says, I'm a good handyman. I can set up smart house, home theater, security systems, Wi-Fi network, smart lighting control, uh internet of things control, whole house music, smart thermostat, automation, water system and more. Very cool, Eugene. I can do many of those things. The two things that I don't do are uh, electrical work and plumbing. When it comes to plumbing like pipes and stuff, uh, it's a little little tricky for me. Jumping down, Brent from American English with this guy says, like the blueprints being only in blue where photocopies only in blue when you first started teaching. Yeah, not quite. We had a photocopier but just before that, like when I 
I think maybe four or five years before I started teaching like what they still had these machines where I forget the name of it a Gestetner or something before photocopiers and the papers always smelled when the teacher handed it out. Uh Lolly says bonjour Bob pas de question merci no problem Lolly. Um Lolly's welcoming Annie 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 welcome to the channel. Uh thank you for being a member. That's awesome. Let's see here. Mohammed says, Esya Wu, I'm an aeronautical engineer but I'm still a student and I'm in my last two years to be an engineer. Very cool, Mohammed. Um you must be doing a lot of things with blueprints and measuring and I'm sure you have to build some aeronautical models as well. Uh Modeg says, Mr. Bob, now you've mentioned Kids Show and Bob the Builder. Uh yeah, so Bob the Builder, I think all of our children watched it quite a bit to the point where I started to get a little bit tired of it. Bob the Builder and I think he works with someone named Wendy and he has a backhoe and a all kinds of stuff and he builds stuff all the time. Um let's see here. SUU says, I'm happy to see you. Good to see you too. Um let's see here. Brent says, we'd used we used to say Xerox for those old blue copies. Yeah, Xerox is an interesting word. Um we used the word Xerox instead of photocopy for a long time. We would go Xerox things even though that's the name of a company. Uh let's see here. SEO Wu, thank you for your kind answer. No problem. Key part. Um oh, SEO Wu is thanking Mohammed for his answer. Awesome that you guys are having a conversation. Key part. If you want to build a house for yourself, do you need to find an architect to draw the blueprint or could you buy a standard one? Thank you. So, interesting question. There are a lot of rules and regulations in the construction industry in Canada, Key Park. So, you can build your own house. You have to get blueprints that are certified by an engineer. So, either you can buy blueprints that already are or you can get an engineer or architect to build them for you but they need to have a stamp saying that they are certified by the architect or we sometimes say engineer and then you need building permits and I forgot to add a slide for building permits. In Canada, you need a lot of building permits. So, you need to go to the town hall and you have to pay money and then you can build a house, okay? So, I think there's four or five different building permits that you have to get before you can build a house. Let's see here. Um Mirage says, teacher Bob, please explain the word counter. So, in a house, the kitchen has what's called a counter. That's the work surface. Um that's probably the closest definition when you talk about construction. Alexi says, in Russian, we say measure seven times, cut once. You guys, Canadians measure better. We try to. Yes, we try to measure things twice and cut once. Maria C says, hi, Bob. Do you know the name of some specific insurance for construction work? Well, there is something called workman's compensation or uh yeah, it's WSIB. The work workman's safety standard council. If you have a company that builds things, you have to buy insurance in case your workers get hurt and we the the regular term is just workman's comp or workman's compensation. So, when I was a construction worker, if I was injured on the job, then I would get money from the insurance company. Annie Annie says, thank you, teacher Bob. Yes, welcome, Annie. Uh Rod says, as dads, I think we're all experts on Bob the Builder. I think so. Um 
Let me see here. Um Mirage, I'll I'll answer that tomorrow. I like to stay on track with the topic of um construction today. Let me get another question. Um Hi, Bob. Ten minutes late but here's my question. This is from Tai Ho. When you're young, did you work as a construction worker? So, I was lucky that my uncle had a construction company. He was a contractor and so, when I came home from university in the summer, I would work for my uncle. My friends would make about seven or eight dollars an hour but as a construction worker, I think I made twelve dollars an hour. So, it was a very good paying job and I really enjoyed it. It was fun to work with my cousins and my uncle and my family. Uh Alexi says, hi, Bob. In Vancouver, I've seen many modern wooden houses. Some of them had four floors or even more. Is this material common in other parts of Canada? Thanks in advance. So, primarily, we build our houses out of wood in Canada. We have a lot of trees. We have a lot of lumber. It's readily accessible and it's renewable. So, as we harvest wood for lumber to build houses, we plant more trees. So, up to about so, houses are about one or two stories. Small apartment buildings are three, maybe four stories. That's probably the tallest that will go with wood in Canada. I know there are some buildings a little taller but generally, once we are if we're building something more than three stories tall, we'll probably switch to a mixture of you know concrete with steel reinforcement inside or steel construction uh, or a combination of the two uh for sure. Uh let me get over to the chat again. Um Brent says, nope, not all of us. I'm more comfortable in the kitchen to be honest. Yeah, not everyone is like a super handyman. I think to a degree, everyone is handy and can do what they need to do but sometimes it's just nicer to hire someone to come and do the work. That's what I find. Um let's see. Alexi says it's the same with hockey. Mode eggs. Mr. Are you talking about that Canadians are better at hockey? Maybe not. I'm not sure. We are though. Maybe. Maybe not. Russia has beat us a few times. Modag says, Mr. Bob, you missed the second part of my comment. Sorry, I had to write it in two messages but because it's long. So, I'm not sure. Let me just back up a sec about Bob Letrain. I'm gonna just look at that. Now, you mentioned the kitchen and Bob the Builder and then the second part. I can't find the second part, Modag's. Missed the second part of my con. Bob the Builder. Okay, I'm gonna move along mode eggs. I'm gonna claim I'm just not reading fast enough to catch it. So, sorry about that. Maria Cesar, thanks, Bob. Yeah, it might be kind of insurance to be covered in case of accident during their work. There's also construction insurance in case something goes wrong like maybe there's a storm on the weekend and the building blows over. That can happen as well. Uh let's see here. Mohammed says, hi, Mr. Bob. How are you? I'm good. Is modern construction in Canada environmentally friendly and are there laws about this? Thank you. Yes, one of the permits that you need to get to build a new house is what's called an environmental assessment test. I think I'm not sure if that's the official name but you have to ensure that you're building the house in a way where you're friendly to the environment. Very, very important that you do that. Um let's see here. Today, you are two for one. Uh let me get one more question. Um from Hiroyuki. 
Greetings, Bob. The whole building in my city are getting renovated and remodeled year by year. How about your city? So, in Canada, people are almost always doing a small remodel or a small renovation almost every five to ten years. So, for Jen and I, we actually look at one room every couple of years and we we might put in new carpet and put some new paint on the wall. We don't do any major renovations. We would someday like to build an extra room on our house but um we're not sure we need that. It might just be a little bit of a luxury and we don't need luxury. So, but generally Canadians, you know, they buy a new house and about 10 or 15 years later or maybe sooner, they start to paint. Paint is really cheap and it's an easy way to do a quick uh, home improvement. Uh let me get to the chat and let me go back to I'm curious what this subscribers only chat. Um I see. So, I can set the chat to subscribers only now. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Members only mode is off. Now, it's subscribe. So, I guess you have to be subscribed to chat. I'm not sure I like that but I'll just uh I'll just leave it there. So, you have to be a subscriber if you want to chat. Uh that sounds harsh but I know. I always like trying new things. Let's get back to the lesson though. I am I need to get moving on this lesson. I think we're gonna run over time if I don't speed things up. There's a few things that you need on a job site or construction site. By the way, I said we use the word construction site and that's true but the shorter version of it is to just say job site. Okay? So, often when you are on a job site, you will need to wear safety goggles or safety glasses. So, safety glasses actually look like glasses and they protect your eyes from things hitting your eye. Goggles are a little bigger. Um a little more like what you would wear skiing. So, safety goggles look a little bit like that and you might have to wear hearing protection. When I was a construction worker, I didn't have to wear hearing protection. The place where I worked wasn't loud and so I wasn't afraid that my ears would be damaged and so I didn't need it but on some job sites, you need hearing protection. On the farm, Jen and I actually wear hearing protection sometimes. There there are certain jobs I do where I like to wear hearing protection if it's very, very loud. Although, I think I damaged my ears more going to rock concerts when I was younger rather than on the farm. Many people uh who are construction workers will have a toolbox. Now, if you fix cars, you might have a toolbox as well if you're a mechanic um but if you are someone, let me just make a little change here for a sec. I'm gonna switch chat to anyone. There we go. I've tested it. Let's move on. Uh, A toolbox is a box that you keep tools in. They're not always red but they are quite often red. (laughs) Many people have red toolboxes. I don't know why uh red is the color but I mean I have four or five toolboxes. I think three of them are red. One is black but they are places where you can keep your tools. Um let me see here. If you are putting pieces of wood together, you might use a nail and a nail is something that you have to hit in with a hammer. So, you might use a nail or you might use a screw. A screw is something you put in um with a screwdriver 
and a nail is something you put in with a hammer by hitting it. I think I have a picture coming up of a person putting a screw in with a hammer. I I didn't realize that till till this morning. Um let me see here. You might need to wear a safety vest. So, when I was a construction worker, I didn't need to wear one but many uh times when you see road work, the workers will have a safety vest on. They are required to wear a safety vest because it makes it a lot easier to see them. Um it's very dangerous working on the roads. It's good to be highly visible, we would say in English. Hey, Guhan, welcome to the lesson. Good to have you here or welcome as a member. Good to have you here. Thank you so much for becoming a member. So, this is a pickup truck but we might just call it a work truck. So, my brother-in-law is a contractor actually and he has a pickup truck but he refers to it as his work truck. So, a work truck is any truck that is used to do construction type work, okay? So, usually it has a place to put ladders. It has a bunch of tools in the back. It might have a large toolbox in the back as well uh but definitely uh you would refer to it as a work truck. My friend when we go somewhere, he might say, oh, I'll pick you up. Um I'll take my work truck and then he'll take the truck that he normally uses for work because his boss pays for the gas then, I guess. (laughs) Um let's see here. A trailer. So, there are many different kinds of trailers but many people who are construction workers or contractors will have a trailer and then inside the trailer, it's like a little workshop. They might have a workbench. They might have tools. They might have their saws and things like that. We had new windows put in our house a few years ago and the person who did it had a trailer and then he could go in his trailer if he needed to cut a little piece of wood or anything like that. You might see scaffolding on job sites or a scaffold. We use both words for this. This person is standing on a scaffold. So, in order to get up high, in order to reach something, this person built some scaffolding so that they could climb up and work at uh work up in the air. Now, I will say in Canada, this scaffolding would be illegal because there's nothing that's going to stop this person from falling off. So, this is very dangerous scaffolding um but definitely this is um something you would use if you need to get up high while you're doing work or you might just use a step ladder or an extension ladder. So, a little bit of a difference here. A step ladder is something that you open up and then you climb up one side and then you can reach higher areas. An extension ladder is a ladder that can extend. There's usually two parts to it and you lean it against a building and then you climb up. So, again, both of these are ladders. You could just say, where's the ladder? Uh, Can you go get the ladder? Um but this is what's called a step ladder and this is called an extension ladder. So, let's go through what we call the trades in our part of Canada. Trades are things like carpenter. A carpenter is someone who works with wood. I think this carpenter is pounding a screw in with a hammer. So, again, that's not normally how you do it. I thought it was kind of a funny picture. Um 
Let's see here. Um but yes, a carpenter is someone who works with wood. Their primary tool is a hammer. A plumber is someone who works with pipes. So, a plumber would install all of the pipes in your house or in a building. Um so, they would hook up things like taps and they would install sinks uh and they would make sure that the water is all working properly. So, they are a plumber. Notice you don't say you don't pronounce the letter B. So, plumber. An electrician is responsible for putting all of the wiring in a house and making sure that the electricity is working. So, an electrician is someone who knows a lot about how to install plugs and outlets and light switches and lights and they do all of the wiring in a house. A bricklayer will lay bricks or blocks. So, when something is small and a reddish color usually, it's a brick but you can have bigger things that are about this size that we call blocks. So, a bricklayer or a block layer will be someone who does that kind of work. A roofer is someone who puts shingles or tiles on the roof of a house or building or they might even put flat roofs on buildings but a roofer is someone who works on the very top of a house or building in order to make sure it doesn't leak. That's their primary job is put shingles or tiles or something on the roof so that when it rains, the water doesn't get in the house or the building. So, that is a roofer. You might on job sites find certain kinds of machinery. You might find something called a crane. A crane is used to lift things off the ground and put it on top of a building. So, in the city, you will often see cranes on construction sites. A job site might have a crane so that they can get things from the ground up to the higher parts on the building. In Canada, even when they build houses, when they put the final uh part of the house on which is called the roof, uh the roof trusses which are part of the roof are sometimes lifted up with a small crane. You might have a cement mixer. This is a small machine that you can use to make cement. So, you pour in some stone, some sand and a bag of cement and a little bit of water and when you are done, you have uh, that cool material that we can build things out of called cement. I wanna use the word concrete as well but I don't actually know the difference between cement and concrete. They are very similar um but I think we use the words interchangeably and I don't know enough about them to give you the definition. Uh we have what's called a cement truck. So, if you have to do a lot of work with cement and you don't want to make it yourself. You might just call and a cement truck will come with it ready to go and these turn while they're driving so that the cement doesn't get hard. Of course, there's always the dump truck. Uh a dump truck is a vehicle where you can put dirt or stone in the back and then it can dump and all of it falls out. So, often when uh Often when you are building something, you might need a dump truck to take dirt away or to bring stone or gravel. I see Judith in the chat saying, cement mixer. My father mixed those elements by hand at first. Yes, my dad and uncle used to make cement in a wheelbarrow. Very cool. Uh, A bulldozer is used to move dirt around. We talked about this in our lesson about earth a couple of weeks ago. It's a very strong machine that can move dirt and soil so that they can build uh, uh, things on a construction site. And then, of course, there's an excavator. 
This is going to be the running joke I think for my lessons from now on. I'll try to include an excavator in every lesson. If you learn one word with Bob the Canadian, it will be excavator, a machine used to dig a hole. But I have to say, this is what we call it in my part of Canada. A big machine with tracks and a big arm and a bucket. We call it an excavator. Some people call it a digger but we would call it an excavator. And then here's a wheelbarrow. Probably one of the coolest inventions ever is the wheelbarrow. It allows humans to move a lot of heavy stuff very easily. Instead of carrying it, um a wheelbarrow makes it a lot easier. It's uh it's just a cool invention based on the physics of leverage and having a wheel. So, if you filled a wheelbarrow with stone, you could actually drive the wheelbarrow somewhere but you could never carry that much stone yourself. It's a very cool invention. I think it might be one of the coolest inventions ever. Um we also have what's called a jackhammer. This is something you might hear in the city a lot. A jackhammer goes That's that's my impression of a jackhammer (laughs) but it vibrates up and down very quickly and it's used when they have to remove part of a road or a floor. It's just something that it's a machine that makes a lot of noise when it vibrates and it's good at um removing things. We have a lot of stores where you can go if you need to sorry. I'm not sure what happened there. My voice suddenly stopped. We have a lot of stores that are called home improvement stores. A home improvement store is a place where you can buy wood, you can buy nails and screws, uh you can buy tools, you can buy everything you need to do some home improvements. So, the most common store in Canada is something called the Home Depot. I think this is very popular in the United States as well. Um I don't often go to the Home Depot because it's far away but they have everything you need to do home improvements. If you need to do a renovation, you can buy windows and wood and bags of cement. Everything you need, you can find at a home improvement store like the Home Depot. Um and then there's also something called a lumber yard. If I need to buy wood, I usually go to a lumber yard. A lumber yard is this a place is just a place with a building and there's some people working there and you say in English, Uh, Sorry, in Canada, we everything's in feet and inches. So, I might say, oh, I need 10 two by fours, eight feet long and then they're like, okay, it'll be this much money and then I go out and they put it in my van. So, a lumber yard is a place where you can go to buy lumber. So, lumber of course is wood that you use to build things, okay? So, you could say, oh, I need to go buy some wood but you could also say, I need to go buy some lumber. Um and generally, we do call them lumber yards. We don't call them wood yards. I've never heard that. That that's don't don't remember that. It's a lumber yard. And then you might go to a hardware store. A hardware store is simply a place where you can buy light switches and um tools as well. Uh you can buy some of the things you need to do home improvements but not everything but they'll have most of it and usually, every town has a hardware store. I think that's the end actually. I think that is the end of the formal part of the lesson. Um I do wanna say uh, hi to the 429 people watching. 
Thank you so much for being here. We aren't done yet. I am going to just take a moment. I think I just have a couple more questions and then we'll be done. Um let me just check here. Let me get the questions on the screen. Linda has the next question. Hi, Bob. Is there any difference between lumberjack, lumberman and woodcutter? Thanks for being such a great teacher. We would probably use the word lumberjack. Yeah. If someone is goes out in the woods and cuts down trees for a living, if that's their job, you would probably say they're a lumberjack. I'm not sure if there is a gender neutral term though because jack's kind of a male word, lumberjack. There's no lumberjills. Let me I'll look that up and figure it out for you. Uh let's get to the next question. <laughs> Dimitri. Hello, Handy Mr. Bob. Is it a common practice to share construction tools among your friends? In my country, we do but sometimes people forget to bring them back. <laughs> so, yes, Dimitri. People do share tools and it can be good and it can be a problem. I know there's three tools that I own that aren't on my property anymore and I know who borrowed them. The same person and I've asked that person a few times to bring them back and they've said, yeah, 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 I'll bring it back but they never do. So, yes, Dimitri. That's a great question actually. I love that question. Um let me get to the next question. Leonardo says, hello, Bob. I hope you're having a great week. What do you think about 3D printed buildings or using 3D printing to build buildings? I think it's cool. They have machines now where a little bit of cement comes out the end and it just moves around and it slowly, it works like a giant 3D printer. Um and I think it might be the future of construction in some ways. I think 3D printing buildings might be a really cool thing for sure. Um let's see here. I'm gonna skip the next question and answer Johnny's question. Here we go. Johnny says, is it cheaper to build or buy a house? Now, I added the word to. Is it cheaper to build or buy a house? I could actually, I could also say, is it cheaper to build or to buy a house? The second two is kind of optional but we do need it before the first one. So, is it cheaper to build or buy a house? It depends, Johnny, on how handy you are and how much time you have. So, when I was younger, I worked with a teacher who was very, very handy and in the summer, he would often build a house or he would buy what's called a fixer-upper, a house that needed a lot of renovations done to it and he would do the renovations over the summer. So, for him, it would be cheaper to build a house because he would do most of the work himself. Um generally though, most people don't know how to do that and so they end up buying a house. So, it just makes more sense sometimes to buy a house because it takes time to build a house. If you are a handy person and you have a whole year to spend building a house, I would say go for it. That would be a lot of fun. But generally, people don't have the skills. People aren't very handy uh, or they don't have the time. Hey, that's the end of the lesson. I just wanna read the chat a little bit. Um I see SEOWU saying, I've never forgotten this word construction because I suffered construction noise for a few months when I was in Malaysia. Construction can be very loud. I know for sure. Um Norma says, it's a problem to lend tools. They never come back. Yes. That that can happen as well. 
Uh, let's see here. Maria says, time flies. Yeah, Mohammed was saying the lesson ended quickly but time does fly sometimes during my lesson. Uh, let's see here. I didn't do the word shoot. Yeah, the back of a cement truck has a shoot on it and the cement goes down a shoot. Sometimes on our job sites, we would build a chute and we would throw junk material and it would slide down the chute into um a recycle bin. I should have taught that word. Sorry, mode eggs. That's a good word, chute. Um anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh thank you so much for being here. Remember, there will be a shorter version of this lesson in a couple days. It will have subtitles automatically generated but it will have subtitles. Uh but it will be shorter because I remove all of the viewer questions. So, it becomes a very pure lesson. It will also have a Quizlet set linked in the description and there is a link to the slides uh as well that I use. So, if you do want to review this lesson, it's a great way to do that. Watch it once more. If there's small parts of this lesson you didn't understand, do come back and watch that little segment again just to kind of help you. Um but uh yeah, that's all I think I wanted to say. Thanks to Todd and Dave. Uh, for helping out. I know Todd and Dave might have been in and out. I think Dave was here the whole time but Todd had to step out a couple times. Totally fine. Um thanks to Rod and Brent from American English with this guy. By the way, Rod I think has a special video coming out tomorrow after my live stream tomorrow. I'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow but Rod, the Brazilian English teacher and I chatted for a bit on Zoom and we decided to do a little question and answer lesson that will come out on his channel. I think in about little over 24 hours. Maybe 26 or 27 hours. I'll talk about that more tomorrow. Um but yes, there will be a live lesson hopefully outside tomorrow. Um I'm not sure what the weather will be like but at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, come back. And then lastly, thanks to the 410 of you that are still watching. If you're new here, please click that subscribe button. I hope all of you have a great day. Why am I doing this? Oh yeah, click thumbs up if you like this video. <laughs> also, my, I think when I say subscribe, I automatically say my thumb at him automatically goes up. Anyways, I need to get to work. It has been fun. I hope that you all have a great day. Bye everybody. I'll see you tomorrow with another short lesson or sorry, with another long live stream. And also, Sunday night, I will most likely do GeoGuessr. It might be a little later though because I think we're going out for a little bit. Anyways, bye. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.